Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Old for TikTok, episode 144. It's December already. That seems mm. insane. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. So we're recording, you know, we record a little earlier than we're released, but when we release it, oh, no, it's not. It's November 30th when this is getting released. I'm a moron. Wow. Scrap that. Scrap that. Erase the tape. Erase the tape. I, I, what is time? But all I know is that we're, we're both leaving for Argentina next week. We will be doing an episode next week, but then we go to Argentina and then you get, you have your wedding it's here it's crazy how are you feeling my wedding you know i'm feeling like someone who's currently trying to figure out whether i can hook up my karaoke microphone to a bluetooth speaker (laughs) is there gonna be karaoke at your wedding no this is a very boring story but there's a vendor for like the first night that wants to charge us what for Argentina is like a ridiculous amount to use a microphone for one hour. And so I was texting the wedding planner, like, you know, those headsets that like tour guides wear? I was like, I'm just going to buy one of these. And then I was like, wait, I have a karaoke microphone and a Bluetooth speaker, and I think they can connect to one each one another. Okay. Wow. And so, well, Dina, you're talking about for the rehearsal dinner, which is when I'm making my speech. So I'll, I'll just scream. Exactly. No, I was like, Dina, no, you know what? Also, it's one of those karaoke mics that does like voice effects. Oh, I would love to do a speech in a really wonky, chaotic voice. That would be amazing. (laughs) So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, But it might not work. Otherwise, you might be wearing a headset. We'll, we'll, We'll let the we'll let the crowds know when I've come up with a solution. Okay. Um, Otherwise, I'm just getting like ridiculous things sent to my house. To bring to, to Argentina. Exactly. Like the most deranged shit you've ever thought of in your life. But most of it's surprises. So Ooh, I won't list surprising it. Surprising your guests. I like that. Mm. I have to apologize for my sound issues. So it got very cold in New York City and I turned my heat on. And usually I can control my heat, which is great because some buildings you can't. But my heat is broken, of course. So I cannot control it. They had to get the plumber here. It's a whole thing. So if you hear a little humming, that's the heat. My refrigerator also started to make a lot of noises as well, like loud. Don't know why. It came out of nowhere. But, you know, things are falling apart in my apartment. Uh, They're fixable, but it's not great for podcasting. So apologies. It's fine. I forgive you. And last week, I recorded the podcast sitting on the floor of a bathroom. So, and you sounded if great, anything, though. Maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, let's dive in. As always, a lot going on on the tickety talk. We'll start out with Catalina. What's on your for you page this week? Well, first and foremost, I'll say I'm pretty much over being scared of going on TikTok now. Oh, congrats, Um, Mazel. That's huge. I have not opened our tool for TikTok account, Mm. and I don't think I will ever again. But I have been scrolling into the TikToks. And have they been making you happy? Are they fulfilling? What's your general feeling when you're on the talk? Um... Yeah, I I think I'm back to usual, where sometimes they make me laugh, Mm -hmm. sometimes they make me annoyed, 
sometimes they're interesting. So all the emotions. You know. Yeah, it's a roller coaster of emotions, but generally like a nice roller coaster of emotions. Lovely. I recently was on the talk and I got a video by at Nicole Pellegrino where she's with two girls who are ostensibly Generation Alpha and they're going through what slaying is in and out. I can't say like that's a slay. No, oh, no. oh my God. I, uh, what about um, Bet? Mm-hmm. What about the laughing emoji? What? You still use, use that? It? Do you actually use the laughing like yes. dead serious? When I'm laughing, Wait, what? No, what? when you laugh, if it's something funny, you do crying because no one laughs by using the laugh. The skull. The skull. That's you can, only if you're like yes. Yeah, if you're like someone like, as a joke. Okay. Like if Georgia's like I have a bigger yacht than you, I'll be like what is a be yacht? So free with it. What? What on earth? I'm is sorry. A what? A yacht? A yacht. So a yacht. It stands for um. It stands for girl. Your booty thick. Girl, your. It's like it's like basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a BBL or if your butt shakes when you walk, that's when you would yuck yacht at somebody. Okay. Period. Periods. Okay. Not really. Wait. What was it? It's so preppy. Oh, what is preppy? Can I say that? Yeah. So preppy is basically, in my opinion, it's like this. Yeah, this is very preppy. No, preppy Summer is like Friday's lip balm. Preppy is like Lululemon and like Lululemon. Oh, like Pulitzer, Polo. And it's like Polo. No, that's not preppy. No, that's, Polo. That's Vanilla Girl. What is Vanilla Girl? Vanilla Girl it's is like what you want to be. In that it's beige, like Summer Friday's lip it's balm. It's like you were talking beige. About? I couldn't believe the first one. I didn't know Slay was like really out. Did you know that? Here's the thing. There's now we're we're too many generations out of knowing what the slang is yeah. right like we're millennials gen z told us our slang was wrong and now gen alpha is coming for gen z and i'm just here with my popcorn watching it that's like, great you're right i have no horse in this race i do not feel committed to any of these slang terms i did have to google yacht i didn't know yacht either yacht <laughs> i don't i don't think i will ever say yacht you know what i miss that was like a short-lived slang type thing was when the girls would go like what i've never heard that remember no yeah that was like a that was like a young gen z thing where they would be like um what was it the the people that had oh my god i feel like i'm going crazy what was the name of the girls who went and they had their like yeti not yeti some sort of water bottles and they had a lot of like hair elastics now i need, I need to more context clues into what the is oh, Visco girl. Oh, Visco girl. girl. I know what a Visco girl is. Because when Dina, I. Dina, Visco girl. Yes, I know what the Visco. Is it. Wasn't Visco a filter or like an editing thing? It's basically yes, it was a when you're. a filter and editing thing. It, if I can explain, and this could be wrong, my understanding of a Visco girl is someone who is like this filter, which means kind of like vanilla, but also cool. But it's it's not cool. I don't know. That made no well, sense. I, I'm sorry, a, actually. According to Turbo Future Visco Girl Kit, a Visco Girl was someone who would wear Birkenstocks or Crocs. They would oh. have scrunchies, stickers everywhere, oversized tees, Burt's Bees chapsticks, an armful of face, faint friendship bracelets, a Fjallraven backpack, a Hydro Flask. Okay, you're See, a Yeti. this was back yeah. in... This was back in the hype. Yeah, I remembered it wrong. Yeah. This is now we're in the Stanley era. Yes, we are. 
Um, this was Hydro Flask. Mario, I can't say that name, but show Badescu. Badesco? Facial mist. M- Mario Badesco. I actually know that brand. <laughs> um, a Polaroid camera and a Puka shell necklace. Was but that cool Visco or girls, not, though? That was cool. But now these Visco girls, this was, what, five years ago? So now these Visco mm-hmm. girls are 20. Right, right. I learned about a Visco girl. I coach soccer about five, six years ago, and the girls were all 12, 13, and they taught me what a Visco girl was. I was not a Visco girl, but one of the other coaches was. Wow. When did you – wait. When did you coach soccer? Like five or six years ago, before the pandemic. Just a volunteered in the Bronx. Wow, I didn't know that about you. Look at that. I'm so layered. You peel back those onions, mm-hmm. you learn more about me each day. Wow, how benevolent. I try, sometimes. Were you doing um, community service for doing a crime? I have never done a crime, knock on wood. No. You've never been caught for a crime? I've never committed a crime. I know that to be untrue. What what crime have I committed? I don't want to say it on air. Oh, using a fake ID. That's only one of them. Oh. Yeah, that's one of many crimes. Okay, what's my other one? I'll cut it. Jaywalking is a crime. Oh. Smoking weed used to be a crime. I, and I never even smoked weed. Whatever, Dina. You've done crime. We've all We've done all crime. We've all done Let's crime. move on. Okay, great. <laughs> what about you? On my For You page this week, I get a lot of heartfelt fast food content. (laughs) This one is by a creator named Aubrey's Florida Adventures. She writes over the video, In 2021, my parents moved to Rockledge, Florida and started a routine of going to Wendy's every day for lunch. And the video shows a montage of pictures of her parents at Wendy's and then the staff gets to know her and then the staff celebrates birthdays together. And it's this great community. And all the comments are like, oh, my grandpa went to the Waffle House every day and all the employees when he died came to the, the funeral. Or This is a great way to build community. And now, although personally, I don't think I could eat Wendy's every day. One of my mm. dreams in New York, it's like the cheers dream. I would, mm-hmm. you you know, that is the thing. You want to be known. You want to be a regular. You want to maybe mm-hmm. get some free stuff or you, mm-hmm. you, you want to build that community. And I there is maybe one or two places where people know me in New York, just neighborhood spots. I go, we chat, we say hi, but not enough. You have, you do have to go every day and that's hard. So I commend, commend these, these people. You know, I've never been a regular. I've always worked in food service and, like, seen regulars. Mm -hmm. It's such a time. I mean, it makes sense if you're retired. I'm not retired, evidently. Mm, And so I feel like in order to be a regular somewhere, I would have to, like, buy my coffee at the same place every morning. Or, I mean, I guess I could eat lunch at the same place every day. That's such a financial investment. And it gets sort of boring. There's too many options. Mm -hmm. I like to switch things up. Same. We're we're variety gals. Well, that we was the most fascinating thing about working in restaurants. The people would come in and get the exact same thing every day. This one restaurant I worked at in Austin, there was this one guy who like treated it like his personal kitchen. You know, like he, I don't think, cooked food for himself. Right. And he would just eat 
multiple meals a day there and they do get special treatment because they're spending so much money that you know I do remember another time this guy who was a regular was like he would always work in that cafe because it was sort of like a restaurant and cafe and he he and his boss would work in there I don't know what they were doing it was really weird but he one time was like I feel like we're co-workers to me and I was like, yeah, except you make like six figures and I make like an hourly waitress wage. <laughs> so I definitely don't feel like we're coworkers because I also don't serve my coworkers food, <laughs> sir. But I'm glad you feel that way. So so I'm glad that um, they clearly have like a warm and reciprocal relationship with the people at Wendy's. At Wendy's. Yes. Mm-hmm. This also reminds me a prank that Danielle played on me in college with Wendy's when I was casting a short film and Danielle lied to me and said her sister knew a famous casting director named Wendy and I should call her. And I was like, great, let me call, give me the number. I called that number and I said, oh, Danielle's sister recommended me, you're a casting agent. And it was an actual fast food Wendy's. This is like the oldest prank of all time. And I fell for it. Honestly, that's really mean. <laughs> but it's funny. It is funny, but it's really mean. I know. Especially if you're like, oh, I had this connection. Yeah, I got all excited. I thought it'd be a great connection, but I was just calling Wendy's. I wonder how often that happens to the employees at Wendy's who answer the phone. I hope you got her back. You know what? I haven't, but I will. Yeah. Mark, mark your words. November 2023. <laughs> Dina's going to get Danielle back for, for that the prank Wendy's she pulled. Yeah. The Excellent. other thing that came across my For You page, New York City TikTok, is I get a lot of Chinatown food crawls, and I love to watch them all because I love to do a Chinatown food crawl myself. And all of them have been showing Deluxe Green Bow. Or Bo. Bow, sorry, Deluxe Green Bow, which is a place I have to give Catalina props. Like, years ago, you found, before TikTok even existed, and you took me there, And now it's a stop on everyone's little food crawl. And I'm nervous because I haven't been in a little bit, but I'm thinking that, you know, TikTokers are going to overrun this place. I mean, this is a place that's been on like all food media's top whatever places for years and years, which is why I found it. I didn't find it because, I mean, I lived in Chinatown, essentially. Mm -hmm. I didn't find Deluxe Green Bow when I was in Chinatown. So I think it's already been very much on the radar. True. But it is true that TikTok adds an element of hyper-visibility to these types of places, but they're also trends. So even if it's really trendy for a minute, it could end up being kind of like a cronut situation where you can't go to Deluxe Green Bow for a second, but then the next trend comes along and people right. start engaging. The thing about Deluxe Green Bow is they're is very the fast. Also, so they cycle people out. So I don't think it would ever reach that mass capacity where you're waiting hours in line because they get you in and they get you out. Yeah, you just don't want the quality to go down and you don't want the prices to go up. Exactly, because the prices are good and the food is good. Ooh, also they were eating this dumpling that I had not had there that (gasps) I need to have. See, this is why TikTok is good because Mm -hmm. next time we go, we'll order it. Dina, can I tell you a tragic story about something that happened to me that I forgot to tell you about in um, California? Please do. So, you know Din Tai Fung? I do know. I've been. I think I went to the one in Hong Kong. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. 
It's from Taiwan. Okay. But I'm sure there's one in Hong Kong. Right. Or in, um, yeah. So when I was yeah, traveling it's, it's in a lot to of Hong different Kong or locations. China, I believe I went there. Yeah, I'm sure it's there. <laughs> um, there's a lot of locations in Asia, and there's only a few locations on the West Coast of the United States. Mm-hmm. So my friend Molly, um, who lives in San Francisco, told me that there was a Din Tai Fung an hour from her house. And that she found it one day because I had gone there with her after, honestly, after seeing, I had already been there before, but I saw this girl on TikTok ordering all these things. So the last time I went there, I ordered all the things I saw on TikTok because I was like, ooh, I hadn't even thought to try this. I was just in it for the dumplings, right? Mm -hmm. Which are amazing. Yeah. So Molly tells me, oh my God, Catalina, I found this on, I found out Din Tai Fung is near my house. Well, not even that close to my house, an hour from my house. And I just drove. I just went and I drove. (laughs) And I was like, shit, you're crazy. So we go to California and we rented a car because we had to drive to Davis where Ivan's grandmother lives. But we were staying at Molly's house. She wasn't there. And I have some friends who live in San Francisco. And I was like, hey, guys. So Ivan's friend works at – he's a som, He's a sommelier. Oh. And he works at this Michelin-starred restaurant. And I was like, we should go to the bar and like – have some wine sure it's like half an hour away and then we should drive a half an hour more and go to Din Tai Fung sounds like an amazing plan yeah and they were like Kennelina that's deranged why I would well because like you're in San Francisco and like why are you driving to San Jose to go to a a chain dumpling soup dumpling because you want dumplings and because you've had Tin Tai Fung before, so you know how good it is, how worth it is, yeah. and how different it is from other places. So we go, we get to the place that his friend works. It's so nice, obviously. We're having nice drinks. He's doing this whole thing where he just like tells us to describe a wine that we like and he brings it to us, whatever. We're having way too much fun. I keep calling Tin Tai Fung on the phone to be like, what time do you close? Can we sit at the bar? What's the wait? Blah, blah, blah. The wait is atrocious. So I'm in no rush to get there. I'm like, we'll be the last people there. We'll just like pop in, whatever. So Din Tai Fung closes at 9. But they told me that they do last call at 9.15. Oh, no. Did you get there too late? Dina. You did, so didn't you? We leave at around, I want to say, 8.30. And you get there at 9.02? No. We get to what turns out to be a Westfield shopping center mm-hmm. at 8.58 p.m. Ivan makes a wrong turn. Oh, no. And we were like, no. We go to these doors to try to get in. The guard is like, the, the guard. mall is closed. Because <laughs> it was a mall. Oh, the guard is like, the mall is closed. Oh, no. And, and so my friend Megan and I start running <laughs> To the Din Tai Fung. He was like, go past the California so, pizza kitchen. So you got past the guard? We got past, well, we didn't get past the guard. We got, the guard told us to go into a different entrance. I see. I see a Din Tai Fung employee. I go, can we still get in? And he was like, I don't know, man. And I was like, I'm just running. So Megan and I are wow. running, we're running. We run into the mall and the people were like, are you on the list? And I was like, <gasps> I called a bunch of times and they were like, we're closed. And I was like, can we get to go or they I was like oh but they said like last calls at 9 15 and they were like that's for people who are already seated <gasps> and I was like and it was literally 8 59 <laughs> and I was oh, like no. I will order to go and they were like no and then Kelly shows up and she's like they came all the way here 
from Ohio. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> Which kind of is true. And so they wouldn't let us in. And then we had to find random food. We ended up going so to So you didn't an get Asian- it after all this? Dina, not only did we not get oh, it, we ended up going to an Asian restaurant that turned out to just be a casino. Oh, well, that sounds fun. Put it all on and- red. And then we had to drive an hour back to San Jose. And that's my story well, about... Well, it was an adventure. Dan Taifung. And you didn't mm-hmm. get dumplings. And I'm deeply sorry for you. Thank you. Anyway, back to TikTok. Back to sorry TikTok. for that 30-minute interlude. Uh, there is this new hot steak place that was open. It's it's a famous steak place in Paris. And it opened here. And it was closed for a while. And it reopened. And it's right by my apartment. And there's always a line down the block mm-hmm. and i think time out new york just wrote an article like would you wait two hours for a steak and it's about this place because it's 35 dollars. you get a steak and you get unlimited fries and a salad now mm. Catalina, would you wait two hours for steak no neither would i would you wait two hours for dumplings yes <laughs> you would drive an hour so clearly <laughs> well here's the thing i'm thinking about it though because like I would go to a restaurant I really want to go to and like wait at the bar and have a drink for two hours or like no no these people are waiting outside in the cold I saw people waiting in the rain the cold there is no bar you wait you line up outside down the block for this I think maybe not but don't quote me on that because there's a very famous restaurant in Buenos Aires that was just named on the Michelin Guide, Don Julio. Yes, and, I want to go. Um, you have to, if you don't have a reservation, line up right when they open to put your name down and then you come back later. So there is a line waiting moment. But I don't think it's two hours. Right. I was trying to think, what would I wait two hours for? The answer is Lou Holly in Brooklyn, the pizza. Mm-hmm. I've waited for that. Yes, I would wait for that. A steak moment, no. Dumplings, probably not. But that pizza and calzone. I would do Do you it. remember when people used to wait in line for Shake Shack in Madi- in Madison in Bryant Park? No, no, Madison, Madison Square, Square Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. Thinking back to those times, that's insane because now there's a Shake Shack literally everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and it's like good, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. We have a new section because this has infiltrated all of TikTok, so we have to cover it. It it's TikTok shop videos. Catalina, you sent me two this week. The first one is this romper that I keep seeing. Um, the video that I sent you was by at K Caputo, but I've seen another one a bunch of times where like all their friends put on the romper and it looks the same. I'm intrigued. All of my friends have now tried on this romper. It is Allie's. And Allie and Jenna are pregnant. Caroline is so much taller than me. And it fits all of us the same. This is the medium. I will be ordering whatever size it comes in. Does it come in small, extra small? Yeah, I think it's just small. I think it's extra small. Um, but yeah, I'm obsessed with this. I'm gonna throw this on with some platform sneakers, some errands. It's the boning for me. Like that detailing is so cute, but it's material, so you're not actually wearing anything like restrictive, tight. It's just a flowy, fun jumpsuit and. I feel like this is something that I would see, like, the Utah girlies wearing. Going to Swig, getting their little sodas, you know? I don't know why, but it just feels like that. I love it. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling romper. Remember that book slash movie, Sisterhood yeah, of the of Traveling Pants? So this yeah. romper apparently fits pregnant people, fits all body sizes. This 
I want to get because I'm convinced I would look terrible in it. Can you get it? Do you still have some credits? Oh, I might have some coupons. Oh my God, Dina, please get it. Please get it. And give it to me for my birthday. Okay, wow. Okay. But then I, you you know, in order to make the coupon good, you have to make a video. So I would need to- Oh, I'll make a video. Okay. Okay, great. I'll see if I have coupons. It's excellent. It's interesting because- um, I for you. I get none. I have not seen this romper at all, so it is not served to me. Oh, I'm. I think I've been getting a lot more fashion, hair, and those types of videos recently. So what's served to me, and what I've seen a million different users post eligible for a commission is a hair straightener. Mm-hmm. It's the brush straightener, yes, right? The, and like, I blow actually, out one. I think I'm influenced. I do want to get it. It looks really good I almost I looked and I was like ooh, but I had just bought a round brush and also like who am I but I just learned but from getting my hair cut recently that even straight people straight people even straight haired people can get blowouts because it like shapes yeah. your hair I don't know of why course. I only thought blowouts for like straightening your hair hmm. no I think I'm I knew foolish. that yeah. Well, I learned that. And then the other TikTok shop video I got that really I just sent you because I feel like it pertains to us and when we record this podcast <laughs> was um, at the Leona Mafnas, who's talking about getting a ring light. And it's specifically from- Alex Earl's ring light. Right. And she just keeps turning it on and off and being like, your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, you, your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. And I'm like... Damn, we really look like your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend when we're recording this podcast yeah, because both of us refuse to do anything about our lighting. No, no. We just I just have my overhead light shining bright upon me and so do you. I have a ring light right oh, there. Oh, I, I just it. refuse to use it. I actually do have some sort of light gadget I could front light myself with. But you were too lazy. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, our next section, we have two filters to discuss today. The first one Ivan sent us, it is Which Chip Flavor Are You? And it's by Dan Schenker. And we also talked about Dan many, like over a year ago. He also created the What Bagel Filter Are You? Or the, the filter What Bagel Are You? So he does great filters, obviously likes food filters. And I think we should see which chip flavor are we? All right, do you want me to do it right now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, what's yours, Dina? Okay, mine is <laughs> Sour Plunger. What's yours? Mine is Just Blanket. Oh, what was Ivan's? Old Blanket. That's why you guys are a couple. We're you both have and Just Blanket. <laughs> wow, I love that. I have to get Ben to do it. Yeah. Sour Excellent. Plunger is fun. I like that. That's a fun filter. Great filter. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. The next filter is the bold glamour filter has Ugh. returned. Go away. I honestly, I hope that this is short-lived because people really don't look as good in it. No. You know. The first video is by Etnika Betsky. Just a little friendly reminder that there is a new bold glamour filter out there. It looks super realistic it does not glitch when things are in front of your face and it's not at all real be safe out there yeah she's warning it's back people i just i'm i 
I'm our how I feel like the bold glamour filter was 85 years ago at this point but it was probably like a few months ago yeah Yeah. (laughs) I do like so there's a Dr. Samantha Ellis who Mm -hmm. has advice with the bold glamour filter that I actually like so I do feel like there is a positive way to use this bold glamour filter which is if you apply the filter to your face and you look like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast but in drag that is probably a sign that your face cannot handle a lot of makeup or that your even glamest of glam looks should probably be toned down a little bit. But if you put on this bold glamour filter and you're like, yes, I would love to look like that, then maybe you can amp up your eye makeup, your contour, all of that to really achieve your most desired aesthetic. But when I put this on, I feel like I look really masculine. And so that tells me that even when I'm getting ready for my fancy events, I'm gonna turn down the makeup a bit. What do you think about this theory? After seeing this video, I use the bold glamour filter on myself and I look horrible. So that is a good note. So when I'm getting makeup done for your wedding, I'm going to say natural, please. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that in Argentina, the D like the default is to do it pretty natural. So oh, that's you'll be, great. You'll be okay. Also, when I was trying to pick up lipsticks the other day, and this is just a sign that I also don't know how to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I was at old. I was at Sephora. Were you about to say Old Navy? <laughs> I was about to say Ulta. Oh, <laughs> I was at Old Navy. But I just find Sephora and um, Ulta to be so overwhelming because there's so many products. Yes. I don't know which ones are good. I always ask I for I don't help. know what colors to pick. And so I was putting all the lipsticks on my skin to, like, see what they looked like. <laughs> and then I was also taking, like, a cute, like, whatever applicators they yeah. have to, like, then try them. And I just had lipstick all over my hands and face. And Ivan came in and he was like, Wow, you really look like you just painted eczema on your body. (laughs) That's the way to get a lip color, right? No, the way to get a lip color, Ashley, friend of the pod, has taught us, is to match the lip color to your nipple color. Oh. Oh, she's, Catalina's currently looking at her nipples. Great. It's too dark. I can't see it. I mean, you should try this in Sephora. You'll get kicked out. You'll be most wanted. Are you showing me your nipple right now? Okay. Well, I'm glad we're not like live streaming this. That was a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, we have to put an X rating on this podcast. I'm glad everyone could only hear. Not seem. It was only like the top corner. Top corner of your areolas. <laughs> I'm going to go test it. It's definitely not the right color. Whatever. Okay. Let's move on to... Our... What about a red lip? No one has like red, red, bright red, red nipples. I don't know. We have to ask Ashley to see what Maybe it's for like a natural, look, a natural look. Like a nude look. look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Food on TikTok this week. There's a video by at Leals underscore about cashews. To the man with the nut stand in New York that I bought cashews from last Friday... Sir, respectfully, you should have never told me how you made them. Because I'm never buying cashews from you again. I paid three buckaroos for a handful of nuts. You know how much I got this for? Like 15 bucks. You know how many nuts are in here? So many. These are salted roasted cashews. I put the heat on low. Now I'm going to warm them up. I've been looking for like a good pack of assorted sweet nuts for, I don't know, months? Just gonna douse them in honey. Yes! They look so good. They smell so good. 
<sighs> and now sugar. Oh, that's a lot. I don't care. Trick is to keep them moving. I actually don't know if that's the trick. I just made that up, but it seems right. I feel like the bear. I just turned the heat off. Sprinkle some salt on them. I've been thinking about these since Friday. Thank you, nut vendor man. Catalina, have you ever tried those nuts from the stand in New York? No, but actually I watched this and I was like, oh, I need to make this right now. And then I yeah. forgot. So maybe I'll go make this after. Do you have cashews in your house? I don't have cashews, but I have pistachios and I have, I think, walnuts. I think it would be good. So the thing about New York nuts is I think I got them once when I was younger. They smell better than they taste. They smell so good on the street. You're walking by and it makes you want them. Then they taste fine. But I think if I were to make them myself, they would taste good. Do you want to know a fun fact about nuts for nuts? Yeah. Nuts for nuts is like the main one in New York. Yeah, it is. Guess where nuts for nuts was started? In Ohio. No. Try again. In Cheshire, Connecticut. Try again. In Staten Island. Actually, I'm gonna um I'm gonna fact check this. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll hold. Um okay, never mind. My friend Jessica has been lying to me oh, forever. Jessica. She told me Oh, actually, fun fun. Honey roasted nuts came to New York City by way of Buenos Aires, Argentina in 1984. So did Jessica lie or she, she lied, lied because she said that they started that nuts for nuts itself specifically started in Chile. So she lied to me. Okay. Um she misattributed it um because the founder of nuts for nuts was an Argentine. But yeah, Great. that's where it comes from. Comes from Argentina. So when I go there, maybe I'll look out for some nuts. I know. Now I'm going to be looking out for nuts. Great. Get thee to the nutsery. The next food video sent by Ashley, friend of the pod, by at Haley Catalano, is shrimp cocktail. Catalina's favorite. Mm, My favorite. Shrimp cocktail is my favorite holiday appetizer. It's light, it's fresh, you don't get too full before the big meal, and you can make it all ahead of time. And a great shrimp cocktail starts with the liquid that you cook them in. The shrimp really absorb all those flavors, so I like to make a really flavorful broth called a corp bouillon. And in this one, I'm doing fennel, onion, celery, parsley, garlic, lemon, peppercorns, and bay leaves, and white wine, and water. And I just bring up that mixture to a gentle simmer, season it with salt, and then let it simmer for about 30 to 45 minutes so that everything infuses. And while that goes, I'm making our dipping sauce, and I'm making a little spin on a Louis sauce. So we have mayo, a touch of ketchup, lemon, lemon zest, lemon juice, and chili crisp. I also added in some Worcestershire, and I happen to have some fresh horseradish, so I'm adding that in, but you can also use prepared, and then seasoning it up with salt, pepper, and dill. And that's a really delicious sauce for our shrimp. And once the court bouillon is simmered, I take out all the big pieces, I bring it up to a boil, and then I add in our shrimp. Then I totally turn off the heat, cover the shrimp, and let them cook in that residual heat for about three to four minutes, and they come out perfectly cooked. I toss the shrimp in some olive oil and chives, and serve it over ice with some flake salt and lemon. And it really is a perfect shrimp cocktail with a chili crisp bluey sauce, and of course I made some traditional cocktail sauce as well. So good. This looks really good. This looks so good. And also, I was a little upset with myself when I was watching it because I made shrimp cocktail this summer for Ivan's family on vacation. And I didn't think to, like, put aromatics yeah. when I was boiling them. And it makes so much sense. Why didn't I think to do she that? She doctored up that shrimp cocktail and made such a fancy sauce. Ooh, I want it now. The sauce I was less into oh, just I like because I, I love a classic. I would have enjoyed it, but it's not. I don't need it. Well, this leads us to checking on our bet because, as everyone knows, if Jay-Z doesn't join TikTok by the end of the year, 
I owe Catalina a shrimp cocktail. And now I'm going to demand that shrimp cocktail. Actually, no, I want it at a restaurant. You don't want me to make it. That's why. (laughs) You don't trust me. (laughs) And? Jay-Z has not joined TikTok. So we have one month. I, you know what? Speaking of Jay-Z, I'm so excited. I'm seeing the Beyonce film this weekend. Ooh, where at? At the AMC Lincoln Square. That's amazing. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Last but not least, our miscellaneous section, and it's perfect timing because we're about to get into Christmas. There's going to be so many Christmas videos. This was on Ivan's For You page. It's a video. It was also on mine. Oh, okay. Well, since you're getting married, your For You pages are just melding into each other. They're mixing. They're mixing. It's a video by at Mellow underscore Yoshi. Y'all, look at these Christmas decorations my mama got me. She got me this little mug with a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. And she got me this little light-up red truck hauling a Christmas tree. And she got me this little welcome mat with a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. And I got all these fun little towels of little red trucks hauling Christmas trees. And I got whatever this thing is, but it's got a little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. So he's just showing a lot of different merchandise with a red truck truck hauling a Christmas tree. I, this reminds me of people oftentimes realize you like something or know you like something. And then that's the only thing anyone will ever get you for the rest of your life. Case in point, I have a turtle. I used to collect turtle, turtles. Now, turtle accoutrement, not just turtles. Right, not real turtles. So I would get uh, anything with a turtle, someone would buy me because they thought easy gift, but it was just too many turtles. You know what people used to do that for me was with mustaches. <laughs> Back when like mustaches were popular. Oh yeah, you had a thing for mustaches. I mean, everyone was like, haha, mustaches. It was a very early 2000s situation. God, the amount of mustaches I got. I have so much mustache. And you know what? I love it because it's presents from my friends. But boy, that was a lot of mustaches. Boy, it's a lot of turtles. <laughs> turtles with mustaches, Dina. Oh, now that's a new one. All right. I haven't Maybe seen a turtle with a mustache. Great. Oh, this also reminds me that... There was a great video about Hanukkah merchandise because, as you know, the Jews aren't as represented in merchandise in stores like Target, Home Depot. But in Home Depot, there's one Hanukkah toy this user posted about, and it looked amazing. I would love to buy it. I'm going to find the video. And actually, there's a Home Depot by me. I'm going to go and see if I could find it. What was the toy? Can you explain it? I forgot. I just know I loved it. I think it was, it wasn't like mensch on a shelf. It was a moose or something. It had nothing to do with Hanukkah, which is Mm -hmm. why I loved Mm -hmm. it so much. It was so random. Well, that's what I've seen with the Hanukkah stuff where they're just like, eh, a Christmas tree, but blue. But blue, exactly. Something, but blue or something that sings sings the Hafenakila. There is a bagel store in Columbus that my friend was like I just have a problem with them because they don't have any Hanukkah decorations they just have a Christmas tree yes put up a menorah yeah throw up a menorah how hard is that right make a blue bagel ew I don't want that (laughs) I don't either (laughs) I really that's like the green ketchup Mm, I don't want that or they make green bagels for St. Patty's Day but yeah I don't I don't want it either. I also don't want that. I agree. Same. 
Well, this has been such a lovely week of TikTok, a lovely week podcasting with you. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.